Hey there, it's Deborah Honeycutt. Have you ever played the game Never Have I Ever? I feel like everyone's played that at least once or twice in their lifetime, right? Well, I've compiled a list and I want to play it right now. Are you ready? Stick around at the very end. I'll reveal something very personal. Radio personality, Deborah Honeycutt, revealing stories from the red carpet to parenthood, all on three hours of sleep. Doctors recommend eight hours of sleep nightly for proper brain function. Anything less can cause malfunction. And now, here's your host, Deborah Honeycutt. Hi, welcome to the show. I'm Deborah Honeycutt. If you're just joining, maybe for the very first time, I am a radio personality and I've been doing this for about 30 years in Indianapolis. I have two co-hosts that are my two best friends, Jim and Kevin. The show is called Jim, Deb and Kevin on 95.5 WFMS. If you love country music, that's a plus um, because that's what we play. And we have the best time on the show. So we're weekdays on 95.5 WFMS from five until 10 in the morning. And then of course, now this podcast just branching off a little bit. And then my crazy life that I come home to as a parent or just the everyday silliness that I seem to get myself into. So thank you for being here. This is episode six. It's going quickly. Episode six. And it's titled Never Have I Ever. I thought I lived a pretty colorful life. But when you really break it all down, I think I've been a little sheltered. There are certain things that I've never done. And it shocks some people. Now, one of those, I have never interviewed George Strait. It's actually hard for me to believe that. Uh, If I look through the years, I've been doing this almost 30 years, I feel like I've interviewed nearly everyone else. Blake Shelton, Kenny Rogers, uh, Garth Brooks, Reba McIntyre, Faith Hill. Um, Just trying to go over the top of my head. Who else? Taylor Swift, Vince Gill, you name it. But never George Strait. He's been my elusive guest that I have never um, been given the honor to interview. I love George Strait. Um, off-color jokes at times. He's got a very fun sense of humor, but I've also heard he's very private. That's been my my kind of a, a bucket list item, at least in my career. And then there are so many other items that I've never done. And as I kind of wrote all these down, it made me realize, gosh, I, I got to get out a little bit more. So let's go through these. And as we do, see which ones you're able to check off, which ones you have done. Okay, so let's get started with the list to play this Never Have I Ever. Here we go. 10, 9, 8, Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. All righty. Number one on my list, I have never been given a speeding ticket. People sometimes don't believe me when I say that, but I really haven't. I've never been given a speeding ticket. I've never been pulled over for speeding. You know, some people say, oh, okay, you you talked yourself out of it. You batted an eyelash or two. Never been pulled over for speeding. I was pulled over once. I remember I was leaving um, my hometown in Anderson and heading back to Butler where I was a college student. I was probably a sophomore or junior. And they pulled me over and said that I had at, at a four-way stop and that I kind of rolled through it a little bit. And I remember worrying that they're going to ask me to step out of the car because I was wearing my house slippers. You know, as a mother now, the most unsafe thing you could ever do. And they were like the big fuzzy ones. So they didn't ask me to step outside of my car and I didn't get a ticket. It gave me a verbal warning. So yeah, never had a speeding ticket. Now, my oldest son got his first speeding ticket within the first six months. And so that was a lovely process, you know, because where we live, it was required that you appear in court with a parent or a guardian for your first offense if you were under 18. And of course he was, I think he was still 16. And it was interesting. You know, he was in there with anyone else. I think there was one that was driving on a suspended license, others who had gotten caught with drugs in their vehicle. And then here comes my son with his letter jacket for going like 10 miles over the speed limit. 
So there was an interesting process for him and myself. And yes, I did make him pay for that ticket with his own money and he hasn't had one since. Okay, next on the list. I've never been on an overseas flight. Uh-oh. Yep, never, ever been on an overseas flight. And if you recall, I talked about that in episode titled, Are You Handcuffed to Fear? So maybe go back and listen to that. But of course, my big fear of flying plays into why I've never been on a very long overseas flight. Okay, number three on the list, some things that I've never eaten. I have never eaten the following, never eaten oysters. I've never eaten caviar, also never care to, but it's just one of those things that came up in conversation not long ago. And I've never eaten eggplant. And people, when I say that, go, oh, you've never had eggplant Parmesan. I've never had eggplant whatsoever. Never grilled. I don't, do you eat it raw? I don't even know how you prepare it. So those three items, things that I've never tried. Now, until about, I don't know, eight or nine years ago, I'd never had guacamole. And for the very reason that I didn't like the color, that green, it just looked terrible. And so um, I had never tried it. I just couldn't get past that mental vision. But my co-hosts encouraged me to try it and I loved it, surprisingly. And now I incorporate it into something that I'm eating at least once a week. So all about especially fresh handmade guacamole. Something else I have never done. Never have I ever seen the movie, at least all the way through, White Christmas. It might be on at a house during the holidays and I might walk through a room and there's a scene, but I have no idea what it's all about. I've never watched the entire thing. And again, I've been told, oh, you don't know what you're missing. I'm not a big movie watcher to begin with, but I I think maybe because it's older, I have never been a fan of older films set in times from years ago. So I've never taken the time to sit through and watch it. Something else I've never done, and I do want to do this. It's on my bucket list, but I've never gone snow skiing ever. And I know I'm clumsy, so it's probably why I've never thought to go snow skiing, but I would like to give that a shot to eventually say I've at least done it once. It doesn't have to become a regular thing for me, but I would like to try it. Next on the list, never have I ever in my adult life paid for a concert ticket. I've worked at the station for 26 years, I believe, and I started interning at the hip hop station when I was a college student. So since then, I have not paid for a concert ticket. Thank you, WFMS. You know, being a radio personality does have its perks. Okay, moving on. Never have I ever driven a stick shift successfully. I say successfully because I tried. I've attempted it. I was in high school at the time. I think I was a senior in high school, 17 years old. I tried to drive my friend's car, ended up ruining their transmission. Let's just say it didn't go well. I just couldn't get the hang of it for some reason. And and I, ever since then, I've always bought an automatic will probably remain that way for the rest of my life. Not something I'm going to uh, check off anytime soon. Never have I ever ziplined. Never have. Never even considered it. So I think I'm okay with that. I would still try it. You know, I'm not really afraid of heights. I love roller coasters. I've parasailed and that was pretty exciting. In fact, if you've never been parasailing, you go on a boat, it's your party and then maybe two or three other parties. And then you each take turns going up and you're tethered to the boat. So people down below are kind of looking up and watching you. I think it was, I want to say it was my friend, Christy. Christy, if you're listening, you'll have to confirm this with me later. But she went parasailing with her two sons and her husband. And while they were down on the boat waiting for their turn, another lady had gone up either with her husband or maybe a son and her bikini top flew up. Now, of course, your arms are holding on for dear life and you can't move. And so... (laughs) Just imagine she was up in the sky and knowing that eight to 10 people down below in the boat can look up and see all of Christmas because 
you know, her chest was just completely exposed. I couldn't even imagine. I would be so embarrassed in the whole entire, you know, eight to 10 minutes that you're up there. Everybody sees it. Such a hilarious story. So parasailing, yes, never zip lining, but I would love to try it. Okay. Never have I ever been scuba diving. Gosh, I would love to try it. I'm just afraid that once you get all that gear on that I'm going to feel claustrophobic, but I don't know how I'd feel about the scuba diving. I want to try it. Okay. Okay. Yes. I would like to try it. I'm a little, little nervous about that. Never have I ever been accused of a crime. Always follow the law. I always try to follow the rules. I will say I'm pretty much a rule follower. So the likelihood of that happening, I would imagine is uh, a very low percentage. Never have I ever boiled a lobster. I'm always impressed when people post pictures of their quote lobster boil because number one, you get those at the store. I have no idea how to prepare those. And so I'm always in awe. You know, I've been to a lobster boil. Uh, our neighbor had one. So I've attended one. I've eaten the lobster. I've just never prepared it. Going through each one of these, I have never, and this is a bucket list item. I have never made marinara sauce from scratch. How sad is that? I'm quite the baker, but I would say I probably haven't focused enough on cooking. And so that's one of those things that I've never done. I mean, I've ma- I finally made guacamole from scratch. I have never made marinara sauce from scratch. Those of you who are Italian and listening right now, you're probably rolling your eyes in disbelief. But yeah, it's never happened. Never have I ever found my son's iPod that I took away when he got into trouble. Years ago, he wasn't behaving. And so as a form of discipline, I said, you know, give me your iPod. You'll have it back when when I decide. Well, I put it in a safe place. That safe place was about 11 years ago. We still haven't found it. I have no idea where, in fact, it's obsolete now. He's obviously moved on to his cell phone, doesn't really want it back either, but you try to be a good parent. And then it, it came and bit me in the ass. I had to go buy him a new iPod just because I couldn't remember where I put the first one. These are the things that happened to me. Never have I ever watched an entire episode of The Office. If you love The Office, again, you're probably thinking we can't be friends. It's not that I don't think The Office is probably good. Number one, I'm not home very often. But number two, when I am, I usually pick a crime documentary, you know, 2020 or Dateline. I'm fascinated with that stuff. So, or maybe Shark Tank. I do love Shark Tank. Oh, I also love Intervention. So I say I don't watch TV, but I have a few favorites, just a few. And so I don't really branch out from those those shows. I've just never watched it. And it's so funny because everybody has these gifts. Everybody has their favorite meme from The Office and I've never watched. I don't know any of the characters' names. I have no idea really what it's about. I don't even know the names of the actors or actresses that star in the show. Okay, continuing on with the list. Never have I ever been arrested kind of goes hand in hand with never have I ever been accused of a crime. So that's never happened. And that's a good thing. I love when your kids ask you, hey, mom, have you ever been arrested? (laughs) Um, Never been arrested, never even come close to being arrested. Now, my college age son did ask me the other day if I've ever had a fake ID. And we're going to move on. So never have I ever been to Maine. I've looked pictures up and I want to visit there sometime. It's again on my bucket list. But I would love to go and see the sights one day. Same with Colorado, but I didn't put that on the list. Okay, never have I ever been a brunette or a redhead. I've always had blonde hair. When I was younger, it was more strawberry blonde. So never have I ever been a brunette or a redhead. Now, I've wanted to. I've wanted to have more of an auburn color hair. And, you know, I just, same with those TV shows, never really branch outside of my comfort zone. And I always just go with, you know, what I've known. 
Never have I ever worn a pair of Crocs. Do you own Crocs? They've made a comeback. My sons love them. And not only do they love them, they buy them in white, all white, which I think makes your feet look bigger. So I've never been a fan of Crocs for that reason. You know, everybody says they're so comfortable. I already wear a size 10. So why would I want my feet to look bigger? And I'm certainly not going to wear white to draw even more attention down to my feet. No Crocs. Okay, this is something I talked about in uh, the newsletter that went out today. I call it Backstage Pass, and you can find out a little bit more stuff behind the scenes. You get a heads up when the podcast comes out. You get um, information that's a little more exclusive regarding country music and what's going on backstage, basically. And so if you want to sign up for that, by the way, go to Instagram. You can uh, go to Deborah Honeycutt Media, and uh, the link is in the bio. So the newsletter went out today, and I shared that I have still never figured out how to pronounce this word. Never have I ever correctly pronounced the word dwar. And I know you probably think that sounds weird. Everyone says I say it like DW, but it sounds normal to me. So when you say I say it wrong, I say I say it fine. <laughs> it sounds normal to me. Can you grab the scissors out of the dwar? So never have I ever correctly figured out how to pronounce the word dwar. Never have I ever forgotten my former boss named George. This is when I grew up in Anderson, Indiana. I had been at Butler one year and I'd returned home for that first summer after my freshman year. I'll never forget this story. You know, everybody usually for college jobs, they've got them lined up before they get home. Well, not me, you know, off the cuff. And so I come home and that first week, I think I slept in until noon every day and, and my dad was not having it. And, you know, all my friends were getting up and going to work because they had diligently lined up their college part-time job for the summer a week or two, maybe three weeks before um, their finals. And so he made it known that, you know, hope you enjoyed your, your rest and you got a lot of sleep because starting tomorrow, you're getting up in the morning and you're going to go hunt for your summer job. You're going to go out and look for work and you are not welcome back in this house until you're hired. Now, I'd like to think that he was kidding, but I also didn't take it lightly. And so the next morning I got up early, I went out looking. The problem was at that time, it was hard to find anyone who was hiring because those summer jobs and positions had been filled. I mean, I, I tried everything. I had tried everything I could think of. It was about four in the afternoon on the day that I was told not to come home until I found, I found work for the summer. And I walked into George's Best Way Cleaners, it was a dry cleaning store right there on the main strip in Anderson. And I said to the, the owner who greeted me at the front desk and, you know, had a big warm smile. I said, you know, I'm a, a Butler student. I'm home for the summer and I'm looking for a part-time job. And he responded with, oh, honey, we really don't have any openings for front desk work. And I said, well, do you have any openings, period? At this point, I knew that the clock was ticking and I wanted to go home and eat dinner. And so um, I said, are you hiring for any position? And he said, well, we're hiring, but it's for a position in the back and it's pressing men's jackets and it's very hard work. You'll sweat a lot and it's not simple. It's, 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 it's going to be pretty grueling. And I said, I'll take it. Now, I'm sure he's looking at me thinking you're going to quit after one day. I had no idea what I had just signed myself up for, but I wanted the job. I wanted to be able to go home to my dad and say, I'm hired. I'm going to make my own money this summer. And he took me to the back and he showed me what it involved pressing men's jackets on this giant presser. And I'm telling you now, George, who I believe has since passed, I was, I was told he's no longer with us, but he was a tough cookie. First of all, we had to be there at seven in the morning. So July, August, it was 
hot. We are pressing in this big steam room. So we would keep the doors open and you could just feel the sweat roll down your back. I ended up losing 15 or 20 pounds that summer because I was so exhausted from this hard work. Now I would work until six. So it was 7 a.m. until 6 p.m. George taught me a lot about great work ethic. And for every 10 jackets that I would send up the line, he would send three or four back. And I remember clearly what he would say. He would send those jackets back with one word, unacceptable. And I learned to look for the smallest imperfections and then do it again. And it taught me a lot about hard work. It taught me about that grit that we all want our kids to have deep down. I still look back on that job with very fond memories. And I still keep in touch with some of the people that I worked with that summer. Okay, got a little bit away from my list. So we're gonna return to this. Never have I ever been fired from a job. I haven't. And you know what? My heart goes out to you if you have, because I've seen it. It's not easy. In fact, someone that I know who lost their job said, it's the worst feeling knowing that someone doesn't want you. In their eyes, you didn't provide enough value for them to retain you. And so I don't take it lightly just because I haven't been let go. It's been a long, long time since I've done a job interview, to be honest. I'm not even sure what that would be like anymore. So I've never been fired. Okay, my, my co-hosts, Jim and Kevin, over at 95.5 WFMS in Indianapolis, they're going to have a heyday with this one. I say never. It's happened on occasion. You know, every once in a while, I surprise myself. But for the most part, I've never have I ever been on time. You know, I can do it when, I, when it's a necessity. For example, a funeral or a wedding. Uh, my niece graduating from college, I was not going to be late for that. But it just seems like there's always something going on or something that's needing my attention. Or I get a phone call that's super important in the middle of trying to get out the door. And so I'm one of those I run behind by five or 10 minutes. So I know Jim and Kevin would love that. Never have I ever been on time. In fact, if you missed the episode, this got addressed. It was episode four, Things We Don't Talk About. And it featured my guest, Jim Dahl, who is hilarious. He has quite a few quirks that you might relate to, but you need to go back and listen to that episode. It's episode four, again, and it's titled, Things We Don't Talk About. Never have I ever been short. Now, of course, when I was a kid, but when you become the size that you think you're going to be for the rest of your life and you stop growing, I've always been one of those girls that was taller than most of my friends. You know, my very best friend is petite, maybe with the exception of one other person. I'm taller than most of my friends. By the way, I'm 5'8", hence the big feet, size 10s. Never have I ever been insecure. I've always been proud of that characteristic. You know, sometimes I'll be with groups of friends and they'll talk about insecure moments or moments when you didn't feel very confident. And I, I think there's something inside me, this underlying belief that I'll always figure something out. I'll figure it out. I don't care what's going on. I don't really play the comparison game with other people. I just have a um, an inner, I don't know, belief in myself that I'll always figure it out or that there's enough room in this world for everybody. And so I never have to feel like I'm not good enough. I hate that for anyone who doesn't feel like they're enough. But I, I always tell my kids that too. You know, we will figure it out. There is a solution for everything. We're gonna figure it out. Just have this inner confidence that has uh, carried me over the years. Never have I ever worn contacts. Now, up until I was 38 years old, never have I ever worn glasses. I had perfect eyesight. Always, uh, you know, went through those vision tests at the school nurse in her office, you know, flying colors, no problem. And then I think I was 38 and things started looking a little bit blurry. I started getting bad migraines. And of course, somebody mentioned I should probably go to an eye doctor. I and mean, sure enough, my vision had completely changed and they said I needed prescription glasses. 
but I've never worn contacts. I think I could probably pull it off. I'm not one of those people that can't touch my eyes. You know how if you're like that and, and you struggle with that, that might be the reason you don't wear contacts, but it's the running late thing. I don't think I allow myself enough time in the morning the way it is. There's no way I have time to mess with putting contacts in, having one accidentally rip, trying to find a backup. I mean, that's just chaos. So focus on our strengths. That's not going to be one of them. Okay, I'm going through my list. I haven't gotten to the one on my list that I'm purposefully saving for last because it's uncomfortable. I'll share that with you in just a moment. It looks like we've, okay. Oh, and never have I ever left the bank that I joined when I was a freshman in college. Think about that. I would have been 18 years old. I'm 48. I've been with the same bank. I've had the same checking account number for 30 years. Again, creature of habit. And I've never left them. Never have I ever gotten a Botox injection. I haven't. Or collagen. I can do needles all day long. And, you know, flu shot, whatever. I'm worried about what happens five years down the road. You know, does it turn into something weird? And then all of a sudden I look different and I know friends and, and family members that have done it. It's just never been something I've even thought about. So never on Botox or collagen. And then, okay, I'm going to get to this one. And I saved it for last because the other ones are lighthearted for the most part and really don't have a, a lot of serious concerns behind them. But this one I put on my list because I remember feeling this since I was young enough to you know, care about my appearance. So I would be, I don't know, let's say preteen. Uh, you're trying to find where you fit in. And I remember being about 12 or 13 years old and never feeling comfortable with this one characteristic on my body. So never have I ever really loved, I haven't shared this with anyone because obviously I think it's a little petty, but if I'm going to be really honest on this list, then I wanted to include it because maybe you feel the same way. Never have I ever loved or been really comfortable with my legs. And I don't really even have a great reason. You know, I'm tall and I've been given compliments before, but never really felt those compliments, like never really felt that myself. There's something weird about if this makes any sense. I definitely was more concerned about it or just not completely comfortable in high school and definitely in college. Then I became a mom and I think working out becomes more important as you get older. And so now I'm fine with it that I just didn't feel like they looked like everybody else's. And I can't believe I even just shared that. But I think everybody has that one thing about their body that they wish they could, you know, swap with somebody else. But if you have felt that way about whether it's legs or any part of your body, then you know what I'm talking about. It's just this thing. But you know what? I'm totally fine with it now. Actually, I'm not just totally fine where I was like, like I've accepted it. I threw in the towel. But I, I actually am okay with it to the point where I've I think they look similar to other people. It took me a while to get there where I could maybe feel in my mind what I saw with my eyes. And so I, as I was making this list, I thought, you know what? That's been a, an issue or a challenge or whatever you want to call it for a big part of my adult life. And so I'm, you know, or even preteen on. So I'm just going to go ahead and include that on here because maybe that's something that resonates with you as well. And okay, that's my list of, oh, I forgot one. I forgot a really important one because it's on my bucket list. Never have I ever been to Napa Valley and I want to go and I want to stomp on grapes barefoot with my big size 10s. And I really want to do that. In fact, you know, I'm 48. So I would like to say that I check that one off by the time that I turn 50. I'm going to get it done. By the time I turn 50, that is definitely going to be checked off of my bucket list. I'm excited about that. I can't believe I forgot it. 
Anyways, what's on your bucket list? Which ones of those have you not done? Don't make me feel all alone here. I would love to hear from you. It's Media at gmail.com. Email me. Let me know what your item is. Maybe we could set it up where we do it together. So shoot me a message. Would love to hear from you. And we'll even try and from time to time read some of that mail here on Deborah Honeycutt on Three Hours of Sleep. That is it for today. Join us next week. And don't forget, we mentioned getting that backstage pass sent to you every week. It's also a way for you to get a couple of chapters of the book that I'm writing. You can get those for free. Just go to Deborah Honeycutt Media. It's on Instagram. Follow me there. The link is in the bio. Super easy. Really appreciate your time and hanging with me today on this episode of Never Have I Ever. It's Deborah Honeycutt on Three Hours of Sleep. Hope you have a great day. 